I'm not doing witchcraft. I'm just reading about it. Well, I can remember my mom. Um, I think she bought or borrowed these CDs from like Focus on the Family. You know, that were like these interviews with like like psychologists and people that had really dug deep into Harry Potter. Yeah, corrupting the youth. Yeah, and they're like, there's real. There's real incantations right. in these books, and yeah, I'm like, do you that, not yeah. realize they're just saying the words backward or mm-hmm. jumbling the letters? I, you know, I see that now at you know 26, mm-hmm. but it's <clears> like, you know, when you're like, I don't even remember how old I was when Harry Potter came out. Uh, no, I think like, I think it was in like, it was a long time ago. Junior high. Maybe? No, I think with things like like Harry Potter and things like that, you, especially when you're talking about like kids, you have to make sure they're in the right mind frame. Right. Because if, because <laughs> it's like if you feel they might be apt to mm-hmm. like want to try something like magic or something like that, mm-hmm. um, because like it, even though you don't see it very often, like it is real. Like oh right? yeah yeah so like. I don't know, you have to make sure that your kids understand, like, mm-hmm. sure, Harry Potter's fine, but you can't be, you can't go get in, like, a group that wants to perform <laughs> actual magic. Right. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. It's bad. I think that's, it's, you, you have to find the balance with your kid. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you're saying. I understand the concern, but, um, seriously, like, if you actually sit down and watch those movies, I, I don't see... I really don't see anybody being corrupt or wanting to try yeah. witchcraft because of <laughs> because of Harry Potter movies. I really don't see that happening. Yeah. Unless you're psycho. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys ever saw it. Did you guys ever see the video on YouTube of the kid who threw throws this royal tantrum because his mom like like uh, shuts off his uh, his World of Warcraft account. Oh yeah, the dude has a meltdown and like. Yeah. I remember watching it with Wendy, and she's like, "I think he's possessed." Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, so like, anytime I was interested in like playing like an MMO, MMO or an RPG or just like checking something out mm-hmm. like that, she's like, "Are you sure?" Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I'm. I mean, I'm not a hundred percent stable. <laughs> what person is? But I'm more stable than, you know, some 12, 13-year-old kid. I'm a grown man. <laughs> yeah. If I want to throw a fit, I'm going to. Um, You'll never see me again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of, like, sheltered and... I don't know. Do you guys have, a, like, a comfort zone of of what you're okay watching? Like, for me... I can watch some pretty violent movies. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, like, last week, I watched Super, and that's mm-hmm. violent for really no reason. You know, yeah. it's not crucial to the story plot. Um, and not just violent, but it's, like, oh, it is graphic, like graphic in so many ways. But see, for the most part, I'm, I'm okay watching, like, extremely violent movies. Like, there's a, there's a point where I'm just like, okay, I think I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, you got something in your beard. Oh no! It's yeah. still there. Yeah, it's, it's um, underneath. It's still there. Nick, 
There you go. Yeah, there you go. It's gone. Fuzz. Thank you. That was bothering me. <laughs> Somebody should have said something. I'm glad I, you did. I told you as soon as I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually better well groomed than this. I just noticed it like maybe a few minutes ago. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's a growth. It's an abnormal growth. <laughs> I don't want to say nothing. but offend. Uh, um, Power, Power I got Rangers. a gobbler. <laughs> yeah. Power Rangers was my stuff. Mm. That was. Oh, yeah. That was my... I had to sneak over to friend's house to watch Power Rangers. Seriously? Yeah. That's sad. Because that was such a good show. It was about, like, self-defense and, you know, doing the right thing. And, I don't know, parents, Christian parents got, got turned off by Power Rangers because they had special uh, coins that, like, <laughs> like, you, they got their power from and they, you know, transformed themselves into... <sighs> The, the phrase my mom used to use was, only God can give you power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're not getting your power from God, then you're getting yeah. it from somewhere else. Do you know where that is, David? Yeah, yeah. You're getting it from Satan. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's that's the, that's the phrase that every parent used. With that and Captain America. Like, the power is not yours. The power Captain is... Captain Planet. Yeah, Captain Planet, where he's like, the power is yours! <laughs> no, we can't watch this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's promoting self-power. <laughs> but they're trying to save the planet! <laughs> <laughs> These environmental hippies, they don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> Probably smoking shrooms in the background. <laughs> well, did you see the color of Captain Planet? <laughs> Green hair. He was never yeah, really there. They just imagined. <laughs> he paints. Whoa, with all man! The, yeah, he paints with all the colors of the wind. <laughs> I'm. I don't know. Like these days, I'm. I feel like I've seen a lot of movies. I mean, I review them and I mm-hmm. talk about them a lot. And I'm. I will not. I will never ever pay money or go out of my way to go view something that I know has some serious like controversial content in it like really bad stuff I won't do that but if it's like I don't know I'll go see any, I'll go see any horror movie in a theater if, if people are talking about it or mm-hmm. raving about it or whatever and cause I mean I, my dad and my dad and mom watched horror movies for as long as I can remember, so I've always been around it, so mm-hmm. that's, and I know a lot of church people will get offended by that, and tell me, oh, well, you're correcting your mind. Well, because I can remember, mm-hmm. like, when I first started watching your YouTube videos, it threw me for a loop, because mm-hmm. I'm like, this dude's leading worship, and he's watching horror movies, it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense, <laughs> but then I'm like, well, the more I got to know you, I'm just like, oh, Mike's actually a really cool guy, he's got a good head on his shoulders, and well, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I won't tell anybody if you don't want me to. <laughs> um, well, I'm cool with it. I don't. I don't. I don't try to hide it at yeah. all. Um. But Ugh. but yeah, I don't know. Like, I I do pretty well. I mean, I can watch a really violent movie. Um, language isn't a huge bother for me. The the thing that bothers me most is when there's a lot of sex in a movie. Because mm-hmm. it, it makes me uncomfortable. I've, you know, I just, I've struggled with that really, you know, since I was, you know, a, a young teenager. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah, I mean. You, you were talking about Super. The the only part of that movie that really bothered me was that scene with, yeah. with Ellen Page. Where, well, mm-hmm. well, she yeah. basically rapes him. 
Yeah. Is, I mean, and James Gunn even says it that, and he jokes about it. And because I, I listened to an interview with him on Nerdist, and I'm just like, it's not funny. There's yeah. nothing funny about it. It was really awkward. It was really yeah. uncomfortable. And there was no point in it at yeah, all. That was creepy. Yeah. You know? But, Super. That whole movie made me feel weird. Yeah. Well, I, felt, I, I felt dirty after I watched that. <laughs> it was weird, though, because it was kind of one of those movies that just kind of pulls you in because you're just kind of curious about where it's going. And now that I've watched it, I I couldn't recommend it to anybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Just like don't waste your time. Yeah, I mean, if if you like, if you like, or if you think you like, um, Rain Wilson, just stick with The Office for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just watch that over yeah. and over again because <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff like <clears throat> bothers you. Don't don't go see Wolf of Wall Street either. That I've was, heard that. Too. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Is it? It's I, I I will say I enjoyed the movie and I I reviewed it on the and I gave it a high rating because mm-hmm. it was. A, very well acted and mm-hmm. I thought Leonardo DiCaprio was really awesome in it but there's a lot of sexual content in it mm-hmm. like constantly hey rogue imagine that a cat named rogue doing things you don't want it to <laughs> she's gone rogue <laughs> <laughs> she's going rogue so every time I hear that name all I think is the X-Men theme, the X-Men cartoon theme song as you should I think of a sassy redhead woman. Cajun. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I, I should have known that Wolf of Wall Street was going to be like that because it's Martin Scorsese. But I didn't even think about it. I didn't realize he was directing it until like right before I saw it. I was like, oh, Scorsese's directing this? <laughs> oh. All right. <sighs> Glad I didn't bring the kids to this one. <laughs> <laughs> If I had kids, yeah. Well, Wall Street, is that like something updated, like uh, Little Red Riding Hood or something like that? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I expected I expected bad language. I mean, that's a given. Yeah. But I didn't expect that much, like, <laughs> stuff I didn't want to see. Right. So do we want to talk about Batman? Sure, let's talk about Batman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me pull my notes up. Okay, what's this movie about? Oh, I gotta remember. Well, it's about Batman. <laughs> guy dresses up as a bat. Guy a gets suit. traced around the city by a guy wearing clown makeup. I walked. Away. I I just remember. I better save this for the podcast. Never mind. No, I'm, I'm recording. I can. I can. I'll save it. I'll save it. Okay. You can officially start it. I'll okay. Um. <laughs> all right. Welcome to Geek This. It's a podcast where we talk about geek things. Um. Our loose tagline, because I tend to change it whenever it just doesn't feel right, is... What are, are we doing, an armpit check? It was kind of... No, it was, a, it was a triumphant arms raised in the okay. air type thing. Like, yeah, geek this. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, never mind where I was going with that. Welcome to the podcast. Without the pocket protector. Actually, I changed it. What? It's it's pop culture with a pocket protector. What? I don't know. <laughs> you changed it and didn't even let me know. Now we have a pocket protector? I don't have a pocket protector. Mike, do you have a pocket protector? No, this is ridiculous. I don't know. I'm I gotta brainstorm this crap on my I demand my own. a vote. <laughs> Keep it up and you're fired. Uh, anyway. The voices you hear... You pay me too much. I can't afford... 
Yeah. Uh, the voices you hear are Mr. David Hunt, who's sitting to my left. Hello. And Mr. Mike Kastriva, sitting to my right. Hey guys, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. We're really amped up. Yeah. Um, so, as you might guess, we're talking about The Dark Knight, um, and this will be the eighth part of our Batman on Film series. There have been eight Batman movies, well, so far. No. <laughs> that we've talked about. <laughs> no, well, there's been the first one. seven, including this one, it'd be seven plus the 1943 series, right? Ha-ha! Is that right? Um, we had the introduction, and we had... Oh, that's right. We did have an introduction. We had 66. Batman... Uh, we had six, 66. I forgot about that one. Right. We had 66, Batman, uh, Batman Returns, mm-hmm. Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, Serial. Mm-hmm. Batman Begins. Batman Begins. Oh, okay. Thanks for the recap. Yeah, <laughs> Mike's kind of lost here. I, couldn't, I completely spaced all those. I know. Yeah, we, we, we like Batman. <laughs> Just a um, well, here's here. I was thinking about this earlier today because I was like, we talk a lot about Marvel. I don't want anybody giving us crap saying, "Well, you guys never talk about DC." We've done a huge series on Batman. Y'all can shut up. <laughs> Almost half our episode. <laughs> I yeah. know it's sickening, actually. So this is episode number thirty-seven. And, uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and jump into this. Um, The Dark Knight released in the, um, in North America on July 18th, 2008. Hmm. Um, it's directed again by Christopher Nolan and stars Christian Bale, Michael Caine, Heath Ledger, Aaron Eckhart, Maggie Gyllenhaal, or Gyllenhaal, depending on who you are and how you like to pronounce things, Morgan Freeman, Gary Oldman. Is that it? I think that's it. Good enough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and everyone else. Yeah. Right. So this is obviously this... Well, not obviously. You wouldn't know it by the title. But this is the sequel to Batman Begins. Um, and in my opinion, is, as of 2014, the best Batman movie yet. Do you guys agree? Yes? No? Yeah. Do you want me to leave? No. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. <laughs> what? Just um, so you know, I, I... Better than Batman and Robin? It's <laughs> definitely better than Batman and Robin, which is number, like, number whatever. It's the second lowest. It's definitely my uh, favorite Batman movie because it was the only Batman movie that I walked away feeling like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I saw this movie before I saw Batman Begins. Oh, really? Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Because um, I wasn't really watching a lot of movies mm-hmm. during that time period, like when Batman Begins came out. So I, I went in and I saw this, and I was like, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, it was so much better than Batman Begins. I'm like, Batman what? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of those guys. No, I'm just kidding. Well, to see, I graduated the year that Batman Begins came out, so... And then I was married the year before this one came out. So I had plenty of time to watch movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or no, I was married. Yeah, I was married the year before this came out. Um, I had plenty of time to watch movies, and I do remember seeing this in the theater. I don't think I saw Batman Begins in the theater, but oh, I would love to watch this movie in the theater again. Um, I saw it in IMAX. It was pretty sweet. That opening scene... The first six minutes, the the prologue for mm-hmm. this movie, 
I could just watch over and over and over again. It's an awesome introduction to the Joker. Didn't they show the prologue in some for like before the movie came out somewhere? Yeah, I don't remember what. I don't movie remember. It was for. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> where they showed it, but I know that they like they did show it at some point. Yeah. Huh. I mean, every time I watch it, like, still, I get really excited. Like, I am pumped to see this movie after, I mean, just that image of, of the Joker standing there with his back to you with his mask in his hand. Mm-hmm. It's it's iconic, and it's just, it's an amazing part. Ashley knew it was the Joker right away. She's mm-hmm. like, he was standing there, and you see his hair kind of curled in the, in the the from the mm-hmm. back, and she's like, I think that's the Joker. And I'm like... <laughs> What? Like, are you serious? And like, yeah, I think that's him. And sure enough, and she always freaking does that. Like, she knows the, she knows all the plot points before they're even like in, introduced. And you're supposed to stay off IMDb. Yeah. Dang it. Well, it's not that she's just better at knowing stuff than me. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. That opening scene was awesome, and I there was so much hype for this movie because yeah. for one thing Heath Ledger had passed away before mm-hmm. so that was huge hype yeah. like oh my gosh it's like his last movie ever <laughs> I so, can, but it, but it was technically it was not what well, wasn't I can actually remember um like planning to see this um I don't he, did he die before the movie was actually released mm-hmm. okay yeah Okay, because I can remember being like, I'm definitely going to see it, and then hearing the news, like actually seeing like the news coverage and stuff, and it just, in a weird, sick way, it wanted me to go. It made me want to yeah. go see it even more. It was like it was like a good four or five months before the movie came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, and like, um, <laughs> and pe- people felt bad for watching the news stations and listening to it, like hoping that the news station would say. Yes, he completely finished The Dark Knight, uh-huh. but they did confirm that, and mm. people were like, oh well, my gosh, <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. I gotta go see it. Yeah. And I, I saw the trailer for this movie, uh, I don't even, I think, I was out with uh, Ashley and a bunch of people, I don't even remember what movie we saw, but it was like six months before Dark Knight came out, and it was the, it was the official, like, full-length trailer with, you know... It actually showed Heath Ledger and him, like, with his gun and standing in the middle of the street or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this looks amazing. Yeah. And, like, even before, like, he had, like, that news had come out, I was like, this looks, this looks incredible. Yeah. I was so psyched for it. Yeah. Um, I, I've got it in my notes. We can go through it a little bit later. But the marketing for this movie was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to it later. Okay. Um, so... Now that you've kind of gotten our opinions of what we thought about the movie, um, let's go ahead and start running through characters, kind of as is our the way we do it, because I, I've learned that I'm really not good at reviewing movies. Like, I'm not good at picking up plot and things like that. I just remember, hey, I like this movie. <laughs> um, That's okay. So, um, so Christian Bale comes back as Bruce Wayne in Batman, um, and... Uh, let's see, I have a, a quote from him, uh, from Wikipedia, so it's definitely official. Um, Bale described Batman's dilemma as whether, quote, his crusade is something that 
um, has an end. Can he quit and have an ordinary life? The kind of manic intensity someone has to have to maintain the passion and the anger that they felt as a child takes an effort after a while to keep that going. Um, at some point, you have to exercise your demons. Now you have not just a young man in pain attempting to find some kind of answer. You have some somebody who actually has power who is burdened by that power and is having to recognize the difference between attaining that power and holding on to it. I think that is a perfect way to describe Batman in this movie. Um, because you can... You can see in this movie that he's changed from the Batman he was um, in the last movie. Um, do you guys like Christian Bale's performance in this one better than Begins? Mm. <laughs> I think it was more or less the same. Yeah, um, I, I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed the story that he had to work with more. So okay. I guess I guess that. Um, yeah, I guess you could say that I enjoyed Christian Bale more in this one. Okay. Just because I think that mostly has to do with the story, though. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, David had it playing when we walked in, and I didn't watch it yet again because I've seen it so many times. I didn't feel the need to actually watch it again. But um, <clears throat> I think Christian Bale's still kind of the same guy. Just um, <laughs> we were laughing because now it sounds like he's got a cold <laughs> when he talks. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, um, I did read somewhere though that like most of that was put in in post production. Really, like the the d- deep like growl of his voice. Oh, really? Really? Like, I mean, it was it was a little bit deeper. Like, um, did he ADR it, or was it just like processing that they did over it? I can kind of tell, actually. I think it was probably just processing, but really, I, I know he. You can tell he did have like a deeper growl to his voice uh-huh. just by talking, uh-huh. but I guess they emphasized it even more in post production. Uh-huh. I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> that did sound kind of like, what did he just say? Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, some of these characters is no, nothing, really different um, about most of them. Um, I think uh, Jim Gordon. Uh, I like him much more in this movie. Um, he he's more important in this movie, mm-hmm. um, and he's not as much of a pansy in this movie as he was in <laughs> Batman Begins. Yeah, he's the commissioner. Right, he's the commish. The commish. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you guys are funny. Um, Morgan Freeman's back as Lucius Fox and. Freaking Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and I think it's cool that he's got um, a bigger position, you know, with with Wayne Enterprises and all that stuff. This one was more, he, Morgan Freeman was more quotable in this one. Yeah. Like when mm-hmm. he's like, no, that's more like it, Mr. Wayne. And all <laughs> he was, he, he started to, to come into his own and yeah. their relationship started to grow even more in Dark Knight. Um, it was fun. He's awesome. With the name, like, Lucius Fox, you can't be not a cool character. Yeah, yeah. I like Morgan Freeman's uh, threat to that one dude sitting across from the table. Yeah, that whole scene was funny. Um, I'm trying to save the two newest characters for last. Um, so we have Maggie Gyllenhaal um, that comes in as Rachel Dawes, and it's kind of cool because um, she realizes 
that Rachel was basically just a damsel in distress, which is what I said in the last episode. But she also likes how um, when uh, Christopher Nolan and uh, Jonathan Nolan, when they, when they, and David Goyer, when they rewrote the script, they m- made sure that she stood her ground a little bit more. She wasn't just a pushover or, mm. or whatever. Um, you can tell. Yeah, mm. and I like the way that she was used in this movie. Um, I liked her. I thought she was, um, I thought her acting was great. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I had a lot of people, like, joke about the fact that, um, there's a video on YouTube where Batman's like, in Batman Begins, Rachel was better looking. (laughs) 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 But I like her act, I like Maggie's acting better, though. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Katie Holmes actually turned down the option of, uh, Returning, for yeah, this movie. F- because really? she wanted to do a movie with Diane Keaton. Yeah, mm, I well, don't know. I'd rather work with Christopher I, Nolan. But I'm, it's, I'm it's glad just, she did. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I like she was married to Tom Cruise. Who knows what was going on in that brain? <laughs> Probably didn't let her. Like, <laughs> no more jumping on couches, dang it! Yeah. You can't be in a Batman movie unless <laughs> I play Batman. <laughs> Stop kissing Christian Bale. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Ah, I don't, ah. I don't, I'm sure we're not offending anybody. <laughs> Although, it wouldn't surprise me if there's a Scientologist listening to this. I, I don't know. You know, I'm not going there. Never mind. Stop making fun of Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, um, Alright, so then we get to our two new, and I would have to say really, really great, fantastic characters in this movie. Who are they? Aaron Eckhart is Harvey Dent slash Two-Face. Awesome. Um, or as they, I think they called him in Batman Forever, uh, Harvey Dent Two-Face. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time they said his name, Harvey Dent Two-Face. I never noticed that before. Yeah, it drove me nuts. Um, well, like, Two-Face was just, like, the nickname that the, like, police officers had right. given him. Right. So, when he was like, "Tell me what they what they called me," <laughs> like, well, I, I, don't, I don't I don't really want to. <laughs> Tell me. Tie hat. Harvey didn't two face. <clears throat> what? I can't hear you. <laughs> I, I said Harvey didn't two face. Because uh, you got two faces. <laughs> Do you? Do you really? I didn't notice. <laughs> Seriously. I'll, I'll say that um, Aaron Eckhart, miles better than uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones was obnoxious. Yes. I think Aaron Eckhart play, like knew the depth of the character so much better. Oh, yeah. And really showed on screen. Well, he knew who the character was, and that was the... Th- I mean, and that honestly goes back to the director and the writer. Mm-hmm. Joel Schumacher just... I like pretty colors and tight leather. <laughs> um, nice voice, David. Thanks. <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> I'm going to do a whole episode like that one. I don't know. Oh, no. No, I know. Okay. Um, scare people. <laughs> but, no, Aaron Eckhart knew the character. I mean, and it's cool because I've heard an interview with him... And he grew up with this stuff. He knew Two Face and, and all that. And um, I, I like Aaron Eckhart as an actor anyway. Cool little trivia here. Lee F. Schreiber, Josh Lucas, 
Ryan Felipe all yeah. expressed interest in wanting to play the role. Oh, really? Mark Ruffalo auditioned for the part, and Hugh Jackman was also considered. Huh. I wouldn't mind. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> I am Harvey Dent Two-Face. <laughs> Two, five, six, oh, one. Um, I wouldn't mind uh, Mark Ruffalo. He might do a good job, but... I think Aaron Eckhart was awesome. Oh yeah, he's yeah. a good choice. Well, and I think the the thing with with Aaron Eckhart too that is interesting. I mean, is because he's he's kind of a pretty boy. Yeah. So he he's and this was kind of the whole point of his character is he was kind of the opposite of Bruce and or or the counterpart, not so much the opposite. He was a counterpart to Bruce and to Batman. Um, which which was really cool cuz you know they're both playboys in their own way yeah i guess you know? um now i do want to say that i feel like uh, heath ledger's uh, death really took away from two-face in the in the movie yeah. because i i feel like a lot of people concentrated on the joker because mm-hmm. it was his last film mm-hmm. yeah um so when when people left the film, they're like, "Heath Ledger was so great, we'll never see him again." <laughs> yeah, but it's like I, I really like Two Face in this movie, yeah. and how they show the transformation from him being like Gotham's White, white Knight, knight. Mm-hmm. to the psychotic Two Face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I wanted him more in the movie. Actually, I did too, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because when you first watch it, like you said, you are, st- it's got you know, Batman 89 syndrome, where the, I mean, the Joker is such a huge part of the movie, that's a lot of what you remember, mm-hmm. but when you watch it a couple of times, you're like, man, Two-Face is an amazing character, mm-hmm. and only if he was in there just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or I would have even been happy if we would have gotten the Two-Face transformation in this movie, and in the, mm-hmm. the next movie, he's kind of the main villain mm-hmm. or one of two main villains or something. I thought that's what they were going to do but I mean, yeah, clearly that's not what they did but, right. which is fine but I, I, I agree I thought he could have been he could have been like one of the main villains yeah mm-hmm. I, I feel like one of the big strengths <laughs> of the Two-Face was how how solid of a character like Harvey Dent was yeah so when he did turn into Two-Face it was it was kind of um, an emotional moment because mm-hmm. uh, here it is, like, this guy who who wants to protect Gotham. He's, like, really solid, good guy. And then all of a sudden, one moment changes his whole attitude and aspect on life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Harvey, Harvey, Harvey Dent. Yeah, so let's talk about the Joker because he, the Joker, I guess. the Joker. Crea- <laughs> well, it's a, it's a good transition because the Joker creates Harvey Dent. I mean, true. If it's not for the Joker, we wouldn't have Harvey Dent, mm. which I think is a really it's it's different or I don't know, it's not really different from anything because I mean nobody's ever done it before. I was gonna say it was a different origin, but. I went back to Batman 89. Like, he didn't <laughs> fall into the acid. Wait a minute. Nope. Wrong villain. The Joker. Um, so, before Heath Ledger was confirmed to play the Joker, um, Paul Bettany 
somebody I don't know, Adrian, <laughs> Adrian Brody, Steve Carell, and Robin Williams said that they were interested in playing the role. Steve Carell and Robin Williams. Robin wow. Williams had actually wanted to play the role for quite some time. Yeah. He he wanted to play it, like, in the original movie. The Joker with the gun! <laughs> I don't see that at all, but that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's funny. Adrian Brody would be good because he's got that long nose. Mm-hmm. Like, just the pointed features that we see in comic books. Um, Steve Carell would be weird too, yeah. but like I mean, we say that we say Best oh that villain ever. But yeah. I mean, before we saw Heath Ledger as the Joker, yeah, you think like that's exactly what I was that, yeah. what I mean. It was like we have. I mean, people are freaking out about um, what's his name playing Lex Luthor. Yeah, um, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Uh-huh. And people freaked out when they heard that Heath Ledger was playing the Joker, oh. so... I have a question for know. you guys about that. Did either one of you guys see Brokeback Mountain? I haven't. More because I'm afraid of what I might see. I saw it on TV. Like, they, uh, the... I, so I didn't see the full version of it, <laughs> but, like, I saw parts of it on TV, so yeah. I would watch a TV version of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um... Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon movie. I, I did see the movie he did with um, with uh, Julia Stiles. The Ten Things I Hate About yeah, You. Ten things I hate that about was a you. good yeah. movie. I enjoyed that movie. It's funny. I remember people saying like, "Ha, Heath Ledger, joke back mountain." Let's <laughs> <laughs> see the movie I remember him from at that time was A Knight's Tale, which I loved that yeah. movie. I might be in the minority, but I really enjoy that movie. That's actually a good movie, actually. Um, actually, actually, it is a good actually, movie. Actually, <laughs> actually, I think you're right. It's a pretty good movie. <laughs> right. uh, so, yeah, it's, it was weird because I never fell into that group of, oh, no, never. Um, I Back then, I didn't really care who was playing who in a movie. I just wanted to see the movie, mm-hmm. you know, Um yeah, I was the same way. I didn't really have an opinion back then. Uh, but another thing that's cool about Heath Ledger is he really developed that character into what we see on the screen. Yeah, a lot of, I mean, his lines are, are written, they're rehearsed and memorized, but the actual character, just how nuts he is, um, <clears throat> evidently, when he saw Batman Begins, he immediately started going into that mode of, if there was a Joker in this film, this is how he would be, and he started to develop that character, hmm. you know, a couple of years before. And so then... That's interesting. So then when he actually gets cast for the part, he actually locked himself in a motel for like a month and just kept practicing the walk, the, the way he phrased his words, um, and... Hmm. It was funny because he kind of based it a little bit off of Jack Nicholson at first. And then he realized this isn't working and just totally started from scratch again. And it's, it's really cool. And I think that, I think that makes him such a, a much better actor than, than I think anybody gave him credit for. I think that, like, it's such an iconic character. So, like, I, I think that he wanted to make sure he was doing it justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, I mean, I, I'm sure people respected him for that. And, um, <laughs> honestly, he was pretty, he was probably excited for it. And oh, yeah. he probably, that's probably why he wanted to work so hard to mm-hmm. get it right. So, 
I mean, he, he does something that all, I think all actors really strive to do, and it's like, when you look at the character, I mean, especially if it hadn't been for the fact that he had died and there was so much press over it, when you look at it and you watch it, it's like, wow, that is Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I watch the film, if I try not to think about it too much, like, you can sort of forget that you're watching Heath Ledger and he just, he is the joke. Yeah, I, I've said that so many times where it's like, well, the his makeup um, is actually um, three different prosthetic pieces, like the whole mouth makeup. Three different pieces. So, you know, he puts that on, then they put the makeup over it, and uh, just another little piece of trivia that I got from that book that I read. Um, he, it was funny. He would actually, um, like, not take the makeup off when they were done for the day. So when he'd go back in to do makeup, they'd just put makeup over the makeup. Mm-hmm. So, it, and, like, he would wear it, and it would just get, like, just nasty and disgusting. <laughs> so that by the end of the movie, you can really see it. But, I mean, there are times where I just, I do, I totally forget I'm watching Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... <clears throat> I forgot it was him for a little bit. We walked out of the theater, and I was like, who the heck was that playing the Joker? Because <laughs> that was not Heath Ledger. I don't know who that was, but yeah. that, that wasn't him. Yeah, and it's, <clears throat> it's so weird, and um, I, don't, I think it's... Do you think years from now, um, you know, like, I mean, you guys don't have kids, I have kids, but when you do have kids, years from now, you're going to, you know, you're going to watch this movie and just be like, I was there when this movie came out. I was there! (laughs) I was in the room with Batman and the Joker! Sorry. Well, that's going to happen when we're, like, really old people. I need to tell you, back in... I swear I was there. (laughs) I think in 2007. Yeah. Sorry, we interrupted you. No, no, you're fine. But do you do you feel like this is going to be kind of a, a classic movie when we're older? I do think... You, I mean... I think for, for people like us who, like, are really into, <clears throat> into like, geek culture and, yeah. like, superheroes and stuff, it's always mm-hmm. going to be one of those, like, classic movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, overall, it'll... It's a really good movie. It's really mm-hmm. strong. Mm-hmm. Um, won a lot of awards. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's going to be like one of those go-to movies. Like, That's true. And, and, and I mean, this is kind of off my notes and all that, but I feel, I feel like today, like, yeah, the time we live in right now, I don't feel like movie makers are focused on making a movie that is going to last years from now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you look at older <coughs> movies. Um, well, when we were talking earlier, you know, I look at Saving Private Ryan. Now, granted that you know that movie's not quite twenty years old yet, but I mean, for me, that movie will always stand out. That will always be a a marker. And like The Patriot, like mm-hmm. there's not a lot of movies um, that I think many many years from now we're gonna look back at the way people look at, like, Casablanca or or Gone with the Wind Sound or something music. like that. Oh, God, I hate that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Maybe. Don't care what you say, baby. You know, I'm going to bring my wife over here. What happened to my podcast? Let's just let's just talk about Sound of Music now. Okay, so... Well, what was your... face. Uh, the, the Wizard of Oz. I don't like that movie either. 
I have reasons. Uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll discuss that. I do. I'm gonna stop reasons. naming movies. <laughs> I do know what you mean, though. I took like, I took a film class at IUK just for one credit, and <laughs> because I had time, uh, <laughs> and uh, we were talking about we were comparing um, big summer blockbusters to like, um, are they well known now? And maybe like ninety eight percent of those movies probably are completely forgotten. Wow! But with with a movie like The Dark Knight, it's just so memorable because mm. of the acting. I think that we came to the conclusion that um, it was because of the acting that made it what it is. Mm. So, and he compared that to like um, movies like Psycho, like the performances in that. Like people back then thought. Uh, this probably won't last very long, but it's still very vivid in our memories because of the acting. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that I'm running out of space on my iPad. Do we have to stop? I don't know. I, I'm hoping that it's kept it. Overall, good movie. <laughs> <laughs> what are the things I don't use on this? Oh, goodness. Um... Anywho, sorry guys. Oh, that's okay. We're just hanging out. <laughs> um, jeez, you gonna go back to my notes? I'm gonna have fun editing this. Yeah. Um, you have a lot to work with. Yeah. All right, so let's take out every reference to the sound. Yeah, <laughs> there are only like a couple. I'm just gonna beep them out. <laughs> Sounds like you guys are cussing. Yeah, you remember like that? Yeah. Anyway, um, so let's talk gadgets. In this movie, we get a brand new bat suit um, with a new cowl and a neck piece, which is awesome because I don't think... I mean, in Batman Begins, he still has the stiff rubber neck piece. Um, so he has to like turn his entire body, and we get the new neck piece where he's actually able to move his neck. We get sonar detection lenses, um, which I... I have to say, I think that part of the movie is a little weird. It almost doesn't the s- fit. The cell phone sonar yeah. stuff, yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, and then we get retractable razors in the gauntlets, which is pretty cool because he uses those at the beginning of the movie with the, the van. Oh, yeah. Which is weird that they, because I think that was a stunt double. And you can totally tell. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like his face just looks a little fatter. I guess I didn't even I didn't notice. Yeah, watch it again, and he looks really weird. Mm. Um, and then we get the bat pod. Yeah. Which, it's weird that they call it the bat pod and not like the bat cycle. I love that thing, whatever it is. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I <want one. laughs> yeah, you couldn't drive it. There, they actually had like of all the stuntmen there, which you know they probably have hundreds of stuntmen. There was only one stuntman that could ride that thing, that could actually keep it balanced because of just how awkward it was. Good but thing I, nothing happened to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would like to have one, but it would suck to have one and not be able to drive it. I wouldn't know how. Can I have training <laughs> wheels on this? Yeah, I wouldn't know where to start, <clears throat> especially when the wheels go... <laughs> <laughs> right. um, and then we have a sticky bomb gun in the movie. I'm trying to remember which part that <clears throat> you'd remember because you just watched it. And you don't. But there was one in there. Sticky um, bomb gun. I'd have to think about that. I don't remember. I can't remember where it's at either. Um, so let's let me talk about marketing real quick. Did you guys ever go to whysoserious.com? 
Yes. And it's still it's it's still up. Yeah. Um, but I can remember that's where I first saw images of uh, of Heath Ledger as the Joker. Mm-hmm. Creeped me out, and still sometimes because I'm more of a Freddy cat than I think I am. Mm-hmm. I like if I scroll through like Google images and I see like the one where it's just the white of his face. Mm-hmm. I still jump. Yeah. It's it's creepy. I went to that site like three four months before the movie came out and. Um, it was literally giving you directions mm-hmm. on, like, if you want to um, either search the web for a hidden trailer, it, it'll give you directions to that. And it'll actually give fans, like, directions on, like, um, where certain, like, Joker, like, cards were left. Like, I think it was in New York City somewhere. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous how crazy yeah. it was. Yeah. It was, it was really cool and... I went there a few times, um, and there's also, like, I believe in HarveyDent.com or something like mm-hmm. that. There's a bunch of sites that they built just for this movie, for the marketing, and it was, it was fantastic. I know they did a huge thing at Comic-Con for, for Dark, mm-hmm. Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to mention that. I didn't know if you guys had checked that out or not. Um, but, yeah, WhySoSeries.com is still up and running. I checked it mm-hmm. before. I came over here and started and just recording. Just looked at it. Yeah, <laughs> it's still there. It's pretty cool. Um, do we have any takeaways for this movie that we want to see in Batman Superman? Um. Good luck with finding a new Joker. Yeah. <laughs> like if you ever do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, there's a list. Um, uh, Paul Bettany, that guy I can't, I don't know. Adrian Brody, Steve Carell, and Robin. Well, Robin Williams will do it for you. Oh man! Oh, oh man! <laughs> I think he should be like a funnier die Joker. You know, I I think he sh- just shouldn't be Joker. <laughs> I I love Robin Williams, mm-hmm. but yeah. I heard a rumor when uh, Dark Knight Rises was coming out that he was possibly going to play Hugo Strange. That was just a rumor, mm. but I would be okay with that. See, I thought he was going to play the Penguin. That's what I heard. I also oh, heard Johnny really? Depp was going to be the Riddler. <laughs> I heard Hugo Strange. I, John Depp, I could see him being the Riddler. I wouldn't mind that too I'd much. I'd be okay with that. Um, yeah, I don't know that I really have any takeaways. In a way, though, I really wish, wish that we could get Wally Feister back as the DP for the for <coughs> Batman Superman. Because he's, he's the DP for all three movies. And if you don't know what DP means, it just means director of photography. But he made that movie look so beautiful. Even as dark as it is, it, it is a beautifully shot movie, which... They actually only... shot part of it with an IMAX uh, camera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole the, the whole six-minute intro is done in IMAX. It's like the first time that that's ever been done. Mm-hmm. And they during the filming of this, they broke one of, like, six... Uh, there's only, like, six IMAX cameras in existence, yeah. and they broke one of them. Well, because oh. well, IMAX was still pretty new in 2008. And, That's I mean, true. the only time you were using IMAX was, like... Because I can remember going to an IMAX theater, and really all you had to choose from was, like, these nature movies, yeah. you know? Um, Which I, are awesome, by the way. <laughs> I, saw, I saw The Dark Knight in IMAX, legit IMAX, like the whole, mm-hmm. the whole wall is a screen, right. not just like part of the, it was the whole wall yeah. and the walls around you, it was yeah. crazy. I would love to see that. <laughs> but that opening, yeah, that opening scene was in your face, loud, crazy, <clears throat> and the music, oh, oh, the, I don't know. Hans Zimmer. I think I saw yeah. it at the Children's Museum. Yeah. 
the dr- the drums in that opening that I love when the, you hear that in the IMAX, it's like, oh my gosh! I love I love um, that that high pitched whine that you uh-huh. get. The, it's like the Joker's sound. I can remember it watching is. that on the on the special features and just mm-hmm. watching how they made that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I need to see that. It's oh, on it special is, features. Oh, it was amazing. I need to see because they that. have a guy. Um, I think it's a cello. He's just playing a cello and he's playing one note uh-huh. and. <clears throat> So he keeps playing that one note and moving it up octaves, and they they actually had to go in um, with the computer and actually do more octaves because he yeah. ran out of you know yeah. of room, <laughs> and it just like it gives me chills just thinking about it. I it's need just, to. It's I need to. So check, good. I need to check that out. How they recorded that because I I did notice that. I'm like every time, every time the Joker's around, you hear that. Oh my gosh! He's yeah. gonna kill somebody with a knife. Yeah, and, and I think what's really cool, and I was gonna mention this at the top of the episode, was um, Christian no- Christian Nolan. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher Nolan even says he says the whole point, the 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 main theme in this movie is escalation, and I'm like, what a better way to make that point, you know, known even better, um, is with the music, mm-hmm. but. Man, it's, this is just a really great movie, and I mean, I probably watch it two to three times a year. I really do. Yeah, I think it's it's one Batman movie that I'd probably never get sick of. With um, the exception of <clears throat> watching Jack Nicholson dance around. Yeah. <laughs> I could watch that every day. Lawrence, <laughs> music. <laughs> um, so that's basically the conclusion of our talking about... The Dark Knight. Um, do you guys have any recommendations for the week? Anything you're really getting into? Hmm. Mm, Dave? David? I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Anything? I just read the latest issue of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I forgot it was coming out every week. Um, they it are. Every it's every two weeks right now. And then after All Out War is over, they're going to go back to monthly. Or whenever it comes out, right? That's the way it used to be. It was monthly when we can get it monthly. <laughs> Dang you, Robert Kirkman. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's it's pretty intense right now. They're on uh, like chapter ten of twelve of the so all, out all out war story. War, yeah. So it's almost over. And mm-hmm. I read I, I read that book you guys gave me. It's pretty awesome. By the way, anybody else that want a book, they're on their way. I still have to mail them. <laughs> I'm a loser. Sorry, it's almost April. <laughs> <sighs> um, that's did, cool did you read anything do anything see anything um, I started watching Bates Motel and what do you think of that <laughs> I like it <laughs> it's really really creepy like that That I've only watched the first episode oh really and it gets I was, better I was like holy crap <laughs> this is only the first episode what's I'm... gonna happen I'm really into well I mean I'm sure people know this by now I'm into like scary stuff and uh, Norman Bates is he's the classic slasher classic slasher guy <laughs> so like to hear you know to watch a, a backstory type of thing I know uh-huh. it's technically based in modern times but it's right. technically a backstory mm-hmm. it's cool so I mean if, if you're into if you're into suspense and 
stuff like that. That's a good show to pick, yeah, start really, watching on Netflix. It's really good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really what makes it even creepier is when you go, oh, that's Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate yeah. Factory. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that uh, weird? Freddie Highmore. But yeah. that is a that is a good show. I, I'm almost finished with the series. I think I got like three, maybe four episodes left to watch. Um, myself. Of season one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still need to. But get up on that. I. Well, I'm not going to talk about what I just got done watching because it was kind of interesting. Um, but I really I've been reading on Marvel Unlimited. I started reading all new X Men. Um, my Brian Michael Bendis's run. Um, which is pretty cool because in that, it's the all-new, well, yeah, it's the <clears throat> Marvel Now um, series, and basically what's happened is uh, Beast has gone to the past and gotten mm-hmm. the four original X-Men, brought them to the future, or to the present. I started reading that a while back. It's it's mm-hmm. pretty good, and two or three issues into it now. I really like it. Excited to see where it goes. Actually, I finished reading... Um, AVX too, like last mm-hmm. week, that mm-hmm. just the the twelve part series. Mm-hmm. I didn't read all the crossover. There were a lot of them. The Avengers versus <laughs> the X Men. Sounds like an eighties Nintendo game. It totally well, is. it goes back to what we were saying. What was that last week? Week before? A couple weeks ago? We're talking about the Captain America. Oh, the Avengers, Avengers video, video game, game. the <laughs> arcade game. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, um, our next episode we'll talk about The Dark Knight Rises, and I don't know if we're going to do a wrap-up to the whole series. We haven't really talked about it. <laughs> we just kind of wing it. The Fire Rises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll be making Bane references all throughout the podcast next next time. Probably. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and, um... I, I don't know, we went all of this episode without going, Where's Rachel? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where is she? <laughs> well, until now. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta end it on a high note, right? Right, y'all! <laughs> right, y'all! <laughs> hey, I'd scream like that, too, if my face was Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
and I'm just running and the crowd just got so excited. They're just cheering, Batman, yeah, Batman. These children are fighting to get better. They're fighting for independence physically. And I think that they can see some of that in Batman. Uh, he lifted me up. So I originally thought he wanted it to be psychology of Batman. He says, no, no, no. Let's just call it Batman. Going through this class, you know, it's given me a big point of self-reflection you know, on who I am and who I'm going to be. I was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy when I was two and a half. I, I would dream that I would wake up with superpowers one day, and when you realize that's not going to happen, you say, well, wait a second, Batman doesn't have any powers. He does it just fine. Every single studio in Hollywood turned me down and said it was awful and said I was crazy. They said, Michael, you can't make serious comic book movies. It's not done. I brought comic books into sessions and all these young people were so gravitated towards it. It helps people who aren't comfortable with therapy become comfortable with therapy. Kai's wish was to be in a Batman movie. There was no doubt in his mind that he was solving crime, that he was helping people, that he was making a difference. A person very often will get to the point they'll say, I've exhausted my potential. I can't do any more. There's nothing more I can do. But the lesson of the Batman, to me as a kid, was, you know what, you haven't even begun. What would Batman do if he had cancer? He would try to stand back up and fight it, like I did.